on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Q and AF. That's where you submit the questions. And I give you the answers. You can submit those questions and they can be about anything. It can be about personal development, entrepreneurship, what's going on in the world, whatever you decide you want to ask. Uh, but you could submit those questions two different ways. The first and best way to submit them is to email them. Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsello.com. And also, if you uh, now, now that we're on YouTube, our full length episodes are on YouTube, if you guys didn't know, um, you could drop them in the comment section on the Q&AF YouTube episodes, and we'll pick some from there as well. Uh, if you're new to the show, we have a, a different way of doing things. We have CTI sometimes. Today, you're going to get Q&AF. Other times, we have CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's our uh, news, social, you know, what's going on in the world type show. Uh, we make fun of it. We talk shit. We uh, talk about how these motherfuckers lie to us, and then we talk about what the truth may be, and then we speculate on our theories to what could potentially be going on. Then we have real talk sometimes. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of me just giving you some real talk. And then other times it's full length. Full length is, uh, you know, what you see when you tune into any other podcast. It's a full length podcast with a guest and we chop it up and have a good time, talk about a bunch of shit. And uh, you guys either like it or you don't. But if you do like it, we have something on the show called The Fee. The fee is very simple. Uh, the fee does not cost you money. All we ask is that if you got value from the show, if it made you think, if it made you laugh, if it taught you something, if it gave you a new perspective, if it helped you see something that you weren't seeing before, basically, if it was worth listening to, we ask that you share the show, okay? We don't run ads on the show. You'll notice that that's a big difference between this show and most shows. You're not going to hear me read 30 minutes of bullshit that I don't use because I'm getting a paycheck from some motherfucker that I don't even like, all right? I give you my honest opinions. I tell you what I think. You're free to agree with them or disagree with them. That's cool with me. But if you get something out of the show, all we ask is that you share the show. That's it. So if we do good, share the show. If we don't do good, don't share the show. So what's going on? What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Do you have a spirit animal? Yeah, real, man. I think it's a bison. Real, real shit? Yeah. Huh. How, how did that come about? Well, I mean, look, dude, like bison are a unique animal in that like when a storm comes, you know, one of the things that's unique about a bison, first of all, bison's one of the biggest providers, okay? Like you can do a lot with a, with a bison. Like there's a lot of things you can, it can feed you, it can clothe you, it can house you. Mm. There's all kinds of things that it can do. And, and I'm a provider to many fucking people. Yeah. Um, secondly, my life has been one big fucking shit storm since the day I fucking came out till now, mm. okay? And, and like, dude, I don't hide from that. I don't fucking walk away from that. I go right into it. I handle business the best I can. And I keep moving forward. And, you know, the whole secret to my success in life is perseverance. Uh, and that's how I know that all of these people listening are perfectly capable of building any level of success that they want to because I understand how special I'm not. Okay. So I've always been a fan of bison. Uh, when I was- Those fucking things are big. When I was getting recruited yeah. in high school, I wanted to go to Colorado. Mm. Like these were, these were things. I went on my, one of my official visits. I went to Colorado State. Like these- uh, these things, you know, that it's a, uh, I don't know why it's, that's it's always been there. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's just it's always just something been there. That, yeah. Hmm. Why? No, I was just, I was just curious, man. Cause like <clears throat> I saw, I was, I was seeing this, this poll and I, I guess, I don't know if that's like a trend that's coming back now. People are like, Oh, what's your spirit animal? What's, mm -hmm. and I, I don't, I don't think I really have one. 
Hmm. Like I, I don't like I don't know. I, I haven't really put too much thought into it like that. But but your explanation is great. Like yeah, I mean it I, makes sense. I mean I I you know I think about a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's real, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know, it could be a bulldog, bro. Bulldogs are also like it's very similar to me. They fucking yeah. like food. <laughs> they like to sleep. You know, they do funny there's, shit. Yeah, there, there's some crossovers there. Yeah, right. right. So okay. you know. It's, it could be one of it could be a mix. Yeah. Well, uh, we, I, I like the bison better. <laughs> a bison. Yeah. Bison or buffalo? What's the difference? You know, I don't really know the difference. Um, I think it just depends on. Is it the like geographic thing? Like I, where I, they at? I'm not sure. I'm, we got Google though. Yeah, you can look it up Google. right there in front of your face. Bison versus buffalo. What's the difference? Let's see here. Okay, this is from Live Science. Okay, I don't know how reputable that is. Burly, shaggy bison, North American hoofed mammals, many people embody the American West, are often referred to as buffaloes. But even though they are in the same family group as old world buffalo species, the Asian water buffalo and the African cape buffalo, bison are not closely related to those species. Also, they are different. Yeah, they're different from versions of buffalo that live in Asia and Africa. I yeah. mean, you've seen a water buffalo. It looks right. like a cow. It's it doesn't look like a different. buffalo. Yeah. A bison is a fucking So I bison. think here in the United States, it's they're they're just bison. Yeah. We have some locally though. Uh what Lone, settlers Lone refer Park? to large beasts as bison and buffalo interchangeably. The name buffalo, though scientifically inaccurate, stuck. Huh. So we're just dumb fucks in America, basically. No, we can just call things what the fuck we want to call them. <laughs> we do what we want here in America. Yeah. America. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <clears throat> Cool, man. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's make some people better. All right, let's do it. Let's let's knock these out. Uh, Andy, question number one. Andy, my husband and I we run a niche manufacturing business. Okay, and this year we hit a million dollars in revenue. Since hitting that, many members of our team don't want to participate in our team building exercises, feedback sessions, or take on new tasks, which were all the things we did regularly that got us here. Is the best way forward? to address each person's issues individually or should we quote unquote reset our standards with everyone as this may be a sign that our leadership has hold. How do you look at that? I think that's a very intricate question. The problem could be a lot of things. Um, I'm, the leadership is definitely at fault for what's happening. Uh, but what's actually going on, um, what I think from what I know of that question what is probably going on is that they set such a strong emphasis on the million dollar goal that now the people have, since they have achieved it, they think that the fucking game is over mm. and that they don't have to fucking get any better. And companies deal with this because a lot of people don't understand that just because, and this is the case with a lot of employees, like, and this is why it's important to, to continuously update the vision and the goals of what you're doing and keep them in the loop of, of the vision of what you're working on. Mm. So... <clears throat> What a lot of employees do and a lot of people do in general is that they, you know, it's just like somebody lo lose 30 pounds, right? Like they lose 30 pounds and what do they do the day after they lose 30 pounds? They go right back to eating the shit that got them fucking 30 pounds heavier that they didn't like. And this is human nature because once people hit a goal, they think that they, that, you know, they feel good. They don't, they don't, they don't stop to like consider, well, all the shit that got me here, if I stop that, I'm going to go back to where I was. And that's the, tr that's true in weight loss. It's true in business. 
And so, and it's true in your career. If you're an employee and you get to a certain point, and this happens a lot, employees will progress, 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 and then get to a job that they do just well enough to where they don't get fired. And then they settle into that job for their entire career and they never progress further. And most people don't progress because they stop doing the things that progress them because they think they got it made. This is the case for fucking, it's human nature for the most part. And it's a, it's a part of human nature that you have to defeat. And so the, where they made the, where they made the problem with the leadership here is that they put too much emphasis on the goal of a million dollars. First of all, that's not a fucking huge goal. That's like a starter goal Mm -hmm. for your business. Like Getting to a million dollars, yes, that's commendable, but it ain't the same as it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Like million dollars in business is like fucking barely making it, okay? So the fact that you made it such a big deal to where these motherfuckers think they won the Super Bowl, that's your fault. And you should learn a lesson from that, okay? Now to fix that, you ask, should you meet with them individually? Here's the unfortunate truth about this. The unfortunate truth about this is that when people, when this happens, a lot of times these people can't be brought back. Because in their mind, they've already decided that they won or they're the best. Or, and you can't get them to check their ego back to understand, we're just getting fucking started. Okay? Like, we, I've struggled with this in my companies over the whole course of 24 years. Like, I, you know how many people have gone, like, in 24 years, bro, imagine how many people have come through our system and thought, like, because it wasn't progressing as fast as they want or it wasn't working the way that they wanted at the time, they come to me and they say, I'm fucking leaving to go do this other thing. And then they leave and the company continues to fucking go, right? And then they're pissed at me about it. Yeah. It's like, fuck, dude, I fucking told you. <laughs> right, right. You know, and like, right. th- there's nothing stopping it. Like, it's going to continue to go. Hmm. And, uh, you know, because employees lack patience or lack the understanding of patience, and there's a lot of things that go along with this, bro. You know, like we have social media culture. We have these fucking 20-year-old kids posting Lamborghinis and shit, making other 20-year-old kids think that, like, that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, bro, a lot of you kids out there are going to ruin your fucking lives because you are assessing the wrong fucking perspective from the internet. You are, you are thinking, oh, well, dude, I should be doing my own thing. Like, they're telling you, oh, dude, I've got an Amazon store. I'm fucking driving a Lamborghini. No, bro. They're driving a Lamborghini because you're buying their fucking course about their Amazon store. Right. Okay? Right. Dude, right. you have to learn from people who are actually building, not these coaches who are fucking making millions of dollars off of selling you plans to be successful when they haven't actually built a business other than selling you the idea of your business. Mm. And like, dude, this, you know, we, we have this culture in society right now and it's going to fucking collapse. Okay. We have this culture in society. That's a good thing though, right? Oh yeah. yeah. It's going to correct. Yeah. It's going to collapse. And yeah. here's what I'm going to explain. You have, you, you scroll through Instagram right now, bro. It, how, how much of it is actually coaches? a lot there's fucking 10 coaches for every one person needs a coach Mm -hmm. so what do you think is going to happen here what do you think is going to happen you see what i'm saying eventually that's going to collapse in and these people are going to realize they wasted fucking 10 years of their life pretending to be something that they're not instead of taking that 10 years and building an actual real fucking sustainable career or business and so like dude you know you can't fix people to think like that so like you know you Personally, like I think the management there might have ruined a whole fucking group of people. Mm. So how would you address it? I would address it by getting them in a group and I'd say, hey, um, here's what you know, I feel that we're getting complacent. You guys think that we're we're kicking ass. We're not kicking ass. Uh, and if you're going to continue to be here, you're going to have to reset your standard. And I would draw a line in the sand and re fucking set it. And if they don't fucking do it, then 
you know, they best of luck doing whatever else they're going to do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you, th this is why it's important to fucking understand how to set goals and how to push your team to progression, uh, you know, in the big picture. You know, you have to paint a vision that they understand that they, that's real, that they see happening for them to believe and want to stay and continue to work with you. And if you fucking say, you know, like, for example, like back in the day, you know, when I was a less experienced business owner, I would look at other competitors. And I would like make them the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I would fucking uh, rile our team up to beat this company, right? And then what happened is we put that company out of fucking business because we're good. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and then what would happen? What happens after that? So what would happen after we, for fucking two years, I'm talking about putting this company out of business and kicking their ass and this and that, and then they go out of business. What do you think happened after that? Do you think that our sales went up because they closed? Because that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. But that's what, what actually yeah, happened yeah was our sales went down because the people inside of our company were less driven to compete and they didn't do the things that got them there in the first place because they didn't see any competition. Hmm. So because I built their brain around this one, uh, you know, static fucking avenue of, of how we're going to win, instead of teaching them the proper way, which is take care of your customers, do the best that you can for your customers. Don't worry about what other motherfuckers are doing. Do us the best that we can. Which is which that never goes away. That motivation never goes away because we can always improve. Right. All right. So so you have to understand that when you make your goal of your entire company a putting somebody out of business or hitting a monetary goal or doing something, you know, that's a, a definitive mark, there's gonna be people that are gonna fall off the wagon once you hit it because they don't understand. They're just like every other human. Yeah. It's just like the person who lost 30 pounds goes right back to the bar afterwards they lost 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So you have to understand human nature. And that's why, you know, setting these goals, if you're going to set a hard goal like that, it should be big enough to where it, 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 you're not fucked at a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's almost like it was too realistic of a goal. It's Listen, man, you, it, you live and you learn. Yeah. You know how many mistakes I've made in the 24 years? Fucking all of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, that's a bad thing to do. And you should think about what you're using and what method you're using to motivate your company because it matters a lot. Because if you hit it, once you hit these goals, like for example, like bro, when we, when we moved from our old headquarters into new, new headquarters and then we hired new people in here and they walk in here like this is their first fucking real job and they think like, oh shit, dude, look at this. We made it. Mm -hmm. We made it. Yep. They don't have the perspective of the last 24 years where I was fucking sleeping in the back of the store or I was fucking starving and having to go to my friend's fucking restaurants to eat and shit or uh, having to shower at friends' places or, you know, opening our first form, uh, our fir picking up first form, the first orders in the back of my pickup truck at the fucking plant. You know what I'm saying? Driving them around in my retail. They don't understand that. Yeah. They don't fucking get it. You can't. And no matter how much you explain it, it sounds like the old man telling the story. Well, I walked uphill in the snow both day. ways, yeah, right, right? right? So like when you get to a certain point, you, you have to start looking for people who have perspective to understand that we're not anywhere where we need to be. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, dude, that's hard to do when you're fucking achieving things and success because when you're winning and you know you could be doing better and people, th people will use their own thermometer of what winning is and basically decide, oh, well, we're winning and they'll fucking shut it down. Right. And then those people end up washing out. Yeah. So like, you know, it's an important thing as a, as a leadership team to make sure that you, you, you are dynamic in your motivations 
or what drives your employees and customers. And what will drive them is not a, a fucking enemy of a competitor or a you know monetary bonus, but actual real purpose. What's the purpose of your business? What the fuck do you do? Why do you exist? And it's not to make money. You're solving a problem. You should be training your people to solve the problem in the best fucking way possible so that they can continuously, continuously, continuously improve. The company grows, their career grows, and everybody fucking wins. The customer wins, the employee wins, the company wins. Yeah, love it. So it's, it, you know, it's a process. But like, you know, I bet that person won't do this do this shit again yeah well you're gonna do the same shit for two million now yeah now we're gonna do two million dollars now yeah right? like, <laughs> learn from it yeah that's real uh any question number two should emotions be removed completely from decision making uh and if not how do you put the right amount of emotions into a decision whether that's business whether that's in relationships how do you separate that do you separate that how does it work for andy I, I don't I don't make decisions emotionally. I make decisions on facts. I don't make emotional decisions. And as emotional as you guys may perceive me to be sometimes on the show, I'm very, 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 very clear on separating my how I feel about things to how things really are. And I think that's a necessary skill for anybody that runs an organization of any kind, whether it's a team, whether it's a company, whether it's an organization, whatever it is that you're in charge of. Uh, even if you're leading a team within a company, this is important for you to understand. Emotion. Every time I've made decisions emotionally, I made the wrong decisions. Mm. Every fucking time. So you have to learn to separate. You know, like if you're upset about something, it's okay to be upset, but wait until after you're done being upset to make the decisions about it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to separate those things, and that's a discipline that you have to learn. And you'll learn that because what will happen is you'll go out and make three or four emotional decisions. And you'll ruin some relationships or ruin some fucking shit that you got going on. And you'll learn like, fuck, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And, and eventually you'll grow up and you won't do that anymore. But, you know, people suffer greatly because they never learn this lesson. You know, like people find out, you know, that, you know, something's going on or, you know, they, something they weren't expecting hits them in the face or, you know, some, some, something drops out of the sky and all of a sudden they're wanting to fucking change their fucking city and move somewhere and do all like, bro, that's listen, that's train wreck shit. Mm. That's what train wreck people do. Smart people fucking logically assess the situation, remove the emotion from it, make a decision that makes sense. Yeah. So you, I, and I love that part because like, I feel like people would hear that. Well, fuck you mean I can't have any emotions. No. And you're saying you can have the emotions. Yeah. Just don't make that decision with during the, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what, yeah. so like what, what's important to do is to allow yourself to feel however you're going to feel and then make the decision later, mm -hmm. you know, like, and that might take, that might take a fucking week. No, that no. might take two weeks. Yeah. I don't know how long that's going to take, but it's okay to be fucking pissed off or angry or sad or upset or fucking irritated or frustrated. Yeah. But if you make decisions when you're in that state of mind, they're, they're usually not the best decisions. Let me ask you this. Does that work the same way on the opposite of that? Right. Cause I mean, it sounds like we're talking like obviously, you know, negative emotion side. Do you do the same thing when it comes to happy emotions and, you know, you, you, like there's feelings? Yeah. yeah. Does it apply the same? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, bro, a lot of people will do this in business, you know, or in life. You know, it, make a simple analogy for you. How many times you make plans to go to dinner and then when the time to fucking go to dinner comes, you don't want to go? Oh, yeah. Done it a few times. Okay. And why <laughs> did you make the plans in the first place? Because you're in a good fucking mood at the time. Mm. 
This is why I say no to everybody. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. It's real shit. Yeah, you know yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't go to fucking I don't know this was why, though. Okay, no, no. I, like I don't this. go to dinner with nobody. I don't make plans with nobody. I don't yeah. fuck with nobody. I stay at home. I hang out with my fucking dogs. I fucking hang out with Emily. I fucking go there. I come here. I don't fuck with anybody else. And that's mm. my life. And I'm happy with it. And if, like, if people get offended that I don't go to dinner with them, I, I don't go to dinner with anybody. So don't right. be too offended. <laughs> you know? Right. So uh, I, I don't, I've learned over the course of having to cancel. Cause like, dude, I don't have any problem. If like, if I don't feel like doing, and this is, this is maybe a character flaw of mine, but you know, I'm, I'm to the point in my life where, you know, if I don't feel like doing something, I don't do it. Yeah. So like what would happen is, and this, I've been in that phase for a long time. And what, what would happen is I'd make plans and I have to cancel them. And then I feel fucking like karmic guilt for canceling. Mm. Right. And so to remove myself from having to cancel on people now, I just don't make any plans, <laughs> you know? so I like that yeah. yeah well i mean that's one way to fix the problem it's mm. probably not the best way but it's what i do but i'm just saying like you need to remember that like when you're happy and things are good a lot of people fuck up their whole lives doing this like they get excited about a new business idea right oh i got this new business idea it's gonna fucking be amazing i'm gonna start it with my friends mm -hmm. my friend steve and my friend tony over here we're gonna do this and this and this and you, you like your paint like cool i glad it's cool to see you visualize it's cool to see you imagine it's cool, but what you're doing now is you're making decisions that are going to affect that business in a very specific way because you're hype about it right now. Right. And you're wanting to include your homies who may not be worth a fuck that'll end up fucking your whole plan up, okay? Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between your friends that have skills that can actually help you and then you're just your friends that you fucking hang around with. And I see all these young business owners wanting to start shit with their friends who don't bring shit to the table. Yeah. Like you can't do that. People ask me all the time, how do you do business with, with Chris? You know, you guys have been best friends for fucking ever. Well, it's very simple. He's good at certain shit. I'm good at certain shit. And if I could do all the shit, I wouldn't have him. Mm. And if he could do all the shit, he wouldn't have me. Right. And the only reason it works is because the shit he does, I can't do. And the shit that I do, he can't do. Right. And that's a partnership. Yeah. You know, or let's say someone brings money to the table, right? And then you've got the idea and you're the operator. That's another kind of partnership. Everybody's bringing something to the table. And, you know, people make bad decisions when they're fucking excited or when they're sad. Yeah. And so, like, dude, it's very important for you to identify your own emotional state before you make a decision. Because if you don't make a decision that's even, you're going to end up regretting it one way or the other. Right. You know I, would say, I would say the hap making the emotion. Like, bro, I see a lot of kids. Like, I see a lot of kids these days on Instagram. Like... They're, they're working somewhere or they have something good going. They're like, I'm going to fucking start my own thing. Like they don't understand what entrepreneurship really is about because it's glorified. It's fucking glorified. You got all these fucking idiots out there talking about how amazing entrepreneurship is and nobody telling you the truth about it except me. I'm the only one out there that tells you fuckers the truth about it. No one else wants to be that vulnerable with you. But I'll tell you every day, I'm a bad motherfucker and I get my ass beat every fucking day. And it's hard as fuck. And there ain't a day that go by that I don't want to quit. Not a fucking single day. Not a single fucking day. And I'm highly skilled at what I do. And I'm highly emotionally resilient. And I'm highly disciplined. And I'm fucking very tough mentally. And I still want to fucking quit. So you have to understand that that journey that you're trying to go on, if it is to be real, is a very brutal journey. It is a very lonely journey in phases. Um, it's very frustrating. It's a different life than most people get to live. And it's not just fucking Lamborghinis and girls with big titties, bro. Like, that's not the reality of yeah. it. 
Like you guys think it is, but it isn't. And you got all these fuckers online who teach these people, who, who glorify the good parts, but don't tell any of the fucking bad parts or they minimize the bad parts. And they're like, yeah, you know, this shit doesn't bother me. I'm cool. Everything's cool. It's all cool. You're so full of shit, dude. You're so full of shit. And anybody who's a real operator in real life, see, the reason that people can't identify these people very clearly that they're full of shit is because you have these people. I'm here. Okay. I've been running real fucking companies and I have for fucking decades. These people aren't running real shit other than a coaching pro profile program. And then you got the people down here who want to be successful and they're looking at these middle people and they're saying, fuck dude, this person seems like they, you know, Oh dude, everything's great. This is great. Everything's great all the time. Fucking happy. Blah, 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 blah. And they think that they're telling the truth. Whereas somebody like up here, like fucking myself or anybody else who's operating real shit, any of the real operators I'm friends with will tell you the same shit I'm telling you. They look at those people and they're like, you're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. And you know it. Yeah. yeah because yeah, I can see it clearly. Yeah. And like, you can't see it when you're ambitious from coming up. Mm. And so like, dude, I've always made an admission. And that was the point of the MFCEO project to really try to communicate, uh, you know, what I thought was the, the most realistic version of entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to discourage people. I'm not trying to discourage you. No, because it's noble as shit to do it. No, bro. You should know what the fuck you're signing up for. And it's not this glorified fucking shit that you see on Instagram, bro. It's not even close. It's not even, it's not even in the same. It's like, dude, it's not even the same thing. It's not apples to oranges, bro. It's apples to fucking uh, the, the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no yeah. fucking correlation to the, to the, present, the presentation that a lot of these people put out as to what it's actually like to run a fucking company or build something real. And, you know, like it gets people in a game that they fucking aren't comfortable in and they waste a lot of time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the stats, bro. Seven, seven to 8% of the population are entrepreneurs. 1% is successful at it. I mean, I, I do the I, math. Yeah. I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's hard. It's fucking hard. And if you sign up to go through it, good for you. But you should be prepared and you shouldn't be believing that, you know, all these people that act like it ain't no big deal are telling you the truth. They're not telling you the truth, dude. They're not telling you the truth. Love that, man. <clears throat> Andy, a third and final question for you. Andy, what, are your, what were your thoughts of the State of the Union speech? The whole debacle. I thought that Kamala Harris standing up every three seconds was the most annoying shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> First of all, it's inappropriate. We're trying to listen to the president of the United States. Yeah. We're not trying to see you fucking do this fucking dance every time he says one motherfucking thing that you fucking think is okay. And the fact that like these, the people on the left are so blindly supportive of anybody on their team mm -hmm. is disturbing to me. Yeah. It's disturbing. Okay. Um, what did I think? I thought he was up there trying to say what he thought would matter most to people. Um, you know, I thought it was highly manipulative. I thought he fucking told a lot of half truths. Uh, like for example, like when they started talking about, you know, getting rid of the ATM fees and the bank fees and the, the fucking, uh, surcharges on, 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 uh, on what he's on fucking streaming services. Like, bro, your appeal they're, they're specifically. So, so how I see this as an operator is they're sitting in the back room saying, all right, well, how can we appeal to these fucking peasants mm -hmm. what can we talk about that they fucking care about and it, i felt that it was totally disconnected because i feel like that most people are, are don't that, like bro that would be cool right like we don't like being taken care of the banks we don't like to be taken care of by the fucking uh, or taken advantage of by the fucking uh 
you know, the, the cell phone companies and shit. Like he went on and on about that shit. And I, that should have been fixed fucking 20 years ago. Right. All right. But so it feels like they're getting desperate for these little things to dig their fucking hands into. They think people yeah, care about. Yeah, they think yeah. because, and dude, they address nothing that actually matters. Nothing that actually matters. They didn't address the fucking border fiasco. They didn't address the fucking balloon. They, they, they presented it like they shot down the spy balloon and fucked Xi Jinping. Right. He fucking said not a single world leader would trade places with Xi Jinping. I'm pretty fucking sure that's not true. You know, oh, like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. No, it means, dude, there, it's, it's war rhetoric. Yeah. Like he's trying to bring up the, the morale of our country against China so that when they pop this war off, everybody supports it. Mm. And so I felt, I felt like it was fucking very inauthentic, not surprised. You know, he tried to call out uh, the Republicans, which, bro, I don't like the fucking Republicans that much either. But uh, he tried to call them out for wanting to sunset Medicaid and Medicare, and they all fucking were like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. They all booed him. Uh, and, and then, like, dude, you could tell he was lying because he got embarrassed because mm -hmm. he couldn't fucking point out an example of a single Republican that actually did that. I can't name no names. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fuck, bro, if you're going to make an accusation, let's hear some fucking names. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that was bullshit. You know, uh, what else was bullshit? You know, talking about the fentanyl coming across when it's your fucking, you're, he, he, he has the fucking audacity to stand up there and talk about, tell this, try, try to tell the story about this, this young woman who died of fentanyl when he's the one that's a fucking allowing it to come across the border and fucking unregulated. Mm -hmm. It's his fucking fault. Yeah. And then when he got called out on it, cause someone did yell out. It's your fault. It's your fucking fault. He yeah. fucking smiled. Yeah, I, I think though I, I like the word you, you said disconnected. I think that's a totally very, disconnected. Those yeah. people have no idea what real Americans are fucking dealing with. We have much bigger problems. Everybody, everybody knows it. Uh, and they're trying to appeal to the poor, which is what they always do. They only appeal to two classes of people. Democrats appeal to the very, very poor and the very, very rich mm. and fuck everybody in the middle. Which happens to be the majority of people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They don't care about you, bro. Yeah. They, they're appealing to people and saying, oh, we're going to save you 20 bucks on your cell phone, but we'll, you know, we'll keep ruining your fucking cities and letting mm -hmm. the crime go crazy. Like, he didn't address one critical issue in a real way. Yeah. And the shit that he did address, yeah, he tried to make it sound good. But I mean, I think everybody in the world that watched that is like, this guy's a fucking liar. No. Yeah. 100%. Andy, would you, would you give an Andy's version of the State of the Union? What do you mean? Like now? No, not right now. Oh, oh yeah. And then he said it was strong. Our everybody knows that we're not strong right now. No, we're, we're very weak right now. Yeah. Very weak. But yeah, would, 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 uh, would, a, would a episode of the State of the Union from Andy come out? Yeah, I mean, we could do that. Like, Guys, would you want to see that? Say yes in the comments, yeah, maybe? Let's see. I'm pretty sure they would, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It's, it's just reality, dude. Yeah. You know, like the guy's a liar. Yeah. Those people are lying. And it might be like a show, like a movie almost, man. I, like, I also felt like, you know, they were trying, they're trying to save some face because I think they're realizing that they're going to have to actually win an election again, which, you know, I, I still believe like the fact that they're, the fact that they're, the fact that they're trying to manipulate people into like thinking they're doing good shit. Mm hmm tells me that they don't have total control over the elections. Yeah. They're afraid of the elections. And so, you know, he softened up. He tried to talk about things that matter. But like, dude, it didn't connect because for the last two years, you've been dismantling our country right in front of our fucking face. And we all know it. And everybody knows. Yeah. So like, yeah. if I was watching it, let's say I was watching it and he hadn't done what he just did for the last two years, I would judge it less harshly.
Mm-hmm. You know, I would say, oh, that sounds good. Actually, it sounds okay. It sound, yeah, but the thing is, you're not addressing any of the real shit that's fucking anybody up. You're, you're, you're enabling it and you're intentionally doing it. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Jill and uh, fucking Doug making out? Yeah, that was weird. It's super weird. Yeah. That was what weird. was also weird was like, like, did you see the lady in the yellow dress? I don't know who that was. With the ruffles? With the fucking shoulder pads? Yeah. You look like a fucking linebacker. Let me see. I Bro, have to see if I pull it um, I don't know who that was, but like these people are dressing like it's the motherfucking Hunger Games, bro. <laughs> like, like the, that's where we're getting. Oh, so that was that was Chris. That was Krista, uh, Kristen Cinema. Okay, well, you look like was. the fucking lady from the Hunger Games in that outfit. You shouldn't wear it again. Districts one and two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at that shit. Yeah. What the fuck is that, dude? I don't know. And then she did the same thing. She stood up every time Kamala stood up. Every fucking time Kamala stood up, she stood up. It was like playing a game of like Simon yeah, Simon Says. She was just mirroring them. <laughs> Which is the whole problem with the Democratic Party. It's why you can't respect them because they all fucking stick together regardless of what the fuck is going on and they support each other regardless of what's going on and that's not good for the, co- that's not good for the country at all. Uh, that party line shit will fuck you up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah. Go pay the fee. On the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on 